This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Equipment Defender. Check out the racks that stop theft in its tracks. With trimmer racks available in two, three, and four trimmer configurations, backpack blower racks that fit any size, make, and model of backpack blower, and many other racks available for the tools and equipment needed for your lawn care or landscaping business. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash equipment defender. And listen to this, guys. If you use coupon code LCBS10 at the checkout, you'll save 10% off your order. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service educational and motivational to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome Lawn Care Nation to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host Julio Tomei and this is episode number 165 entitled Leaf Cleaning Tips for Small Lawns. Well hello everybody and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and of course for the questions, the comments, the feedback that you guys have been sending through. And on that note, uh, just a reminder that uh, this show is all about you guys. It's all about helping you guys uh, with your lawn care business uh, ventures, uh, you know, trying to uh, share as much information uh, that I've learned uh, over the years, uh, the hard way on my own, uh, making mistakes and you know, trying different things uh, and seeing what worked for me. Now, of course, not all the information that I'm sharing with you guys throughout uh, the course of these podcast episodes is going to apply for everybody and isn't uh, necessarily going to work in each and every case. So just keep that in mind and remember that, um, you know, take everything that I say um, with a grain of salt and, uh, you know, use your own due diligence to see if uh, what I share um, would be uh, viable for you to use in your business. Now, based on the comments and the feedback that I get on a regular basis, uh, I know that uh, what I am sharing is truly helping the majority of you guys out there. You're being quite vocal uh, about that, and it's so nice to hear um, that a lot of you guys have started your businesses, have found success in what I've shared, and uh, in uh, basically copying what I've done uh, and uh, used that information to grow your own business. Uh, so just a reminder, when I say that I appreciate the questions, the comments, and feedback. I really do mean that. And that, uh, you know, it's super important at this point in time in the podcast's, uh, you know, history uh, that you guys uh, spot those holes of information that I may have missed. For me, looking back at all the episodes I've done, it's very difficult for me to uh, try to think of topics I haven't covered, uh, try to think of, uh, you know, new things uh, that you guys uh, might uh, be looking for as far as information wise. And even 
suggestions on uh, which guests you would like for upcoming interview episodes. Uh, so suggestions on who you'd like to uh, listen to me interview on an upcoming episode of the Lawn Care Business Success podcast. Uh, so if you guys have sent me suggestions in the past for podcast episodes, as a lot of you guys know, I do do episodes on those uh, suggestions or on questions that you guys sent. Um, but there may be cases where, uh, you know, if you send uh, a request, uh, I may have recorded an episode or two in advance already. And, uh, you know, might be just waiting to answer it. And then, uh, you know, weeks kind of uh, go by and I forget about uh, that particular request. So if you've sent a request in the past uh, that has fallen through the crack, so to speak, um, just maybe send me a gentle reminder uh, through email that, uh, you know, you maybe contacted me a few months ago and asked uh, about a particular episode if I could do one. And uh, that, uh, you know, you haven't uh, heard anything on the podcast about it. Uh, and that'll uh, let me uh, know to, uh, you know, do an episode on that, uh, you know, particular piece of information that you see that uh, I'm missing. Uh, now, uh, email is probably the best way to do this because I do each and every week when I'm trying to think of a podcast episode topic to do, I'll go through my email, I go through my Instagram messages and all that. Um, and uh, it can be, uh, it's a lot easier with email because it's chronological. So I can just kind of go back and see uh, what those, uh, you know, email subject lines are to find, uh, you know, uh, people who have commented on particular episodes or are reaching out to me uh, with Instagram. If you're sending out a topic suggestion through there, that's great as well. But it's just harder for me if I don't get to it right away to go back because it's not chronological and it doesn't show me as you know, with Instagram, you open up your uh, messages there. And uh, basically, it's just, uh, you know, all the lists of um, Instagram uh, names uh, there. And I'd have to actually go through each and every one of those names to open them up and go through the comments and see uh, if at some point there was a suggestion, which makes it very, very difficult where with email, it's just a lot easier to scan through uh, and find uh, those uh, emails. Uh, so just a reminder for that. Now, the next reminder is uh, for those of you looking for uh, the free or yeah, the free landscape maintenance contract that I used to uh, provide on my website for signing up for the mailing list. Just a reminder that uh, it is still available, uh, but at a cost. Now, uh, you can find it on the resource page of my website uh, at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash resources. And you'll find it there at the top along with a link to to the uh, eight-page uh, employee handbook uh, as well uh, for those of you guys uh, who are looking for those um, two uh, documents. And now they are uh, in actual Word document form uh, to make them easier for you guys to just uh, you know download them and open them up in uh, Microsoft Word uh, and you can customize them as you need to for your own business. Where previously when I was giving them out for free, uh, it was in PDF form. Um, so those are there available uh, through a direct uh, link um, to PayPal uh, where you do your uh, secure transaction on PayPal. Uh, and then it brings you back uh, to the website and then you're sent an email uh, confirmation as well as a link there for you to directly download uh, the document. 
So that's just a reminder there for, for you guys that are uh, looking for that, as well uh, as uh, the podcast t-shirts, of course, are still available on Amazon. You can find them on, on my uh, Amazon store there at uh, Lawn Care, uh, or sorry, <laughs> Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lawn Care Business Success. And of course, the uh, Lawn Care or Entrepreneur shirt is there, as well as a bunch of others uh, and uh, available there uh, with uh, free uh, shipping for prime members. So I'm just going to play the podcast announcements uh, and then we'll get into this week's episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so this week's episode is all about uh, leaf cleaning tips for small lawns. So these are... um, the sort of things that I do uh, with my own customers. Now, I was looking back through the history of the podcast and I did find a episode I did about leaf cleanups, um, but it was two years ago already and a lot has changed. Uh, obviously, I'm using um, the turf tracer now as well, uh, which I didn't have back then. Uh, and have had to change and adapt uh, how I do certain things with that particular machine. Now, uh, just keep in mind that this, uh, you know, is based on small lawns because this this is the majority of my clients. I don't have big acreages. I don't have uh, large lawns that are, you know, uh, covered uh, in leaves where I would need, um, you know, a separate truck or some sort of vacuum uh, system like I see a lot of you guys using um, where, you know, blowing leaves into large piles and sucking them up and all that sort of stuff and doing dump runs and things like that. My strategy for leaf cleanups um, is basically to tackle them week by week uh, throughout the mowing season. The mowing season here, um, you know, starts to ramp up again right now, um, the beginning of September, and we'll go through until uh, at the very least the last week of October. Halloween usually marks the end of the mowing season, although the weather has been, you know, uh, changing, it seems, throughout the world. Uh, and the last uh, two or three seasons, um, you know, the mowing has gone to at least mid-November. And in one of the years, the past three years, I think it was the year before last, uh, I actually mowed right up to uh, December uh, on a weekly basis uh, for um, uh, those uh, customers and ended up doing, I usually do my year-end wrap-up of, uh, you know, a winter furt 
lime and a final aeration after the mowing is done. And I ended up doing it in that first week of December that year, which was crazy to me where normally that would be the first week of November. So it was like a, a month delay that year because the lawns, it was just so mild. Uh, the lawns just kept growing. So, uh, you know, my strategy, like I said, is to just continue uh, to tackle leaves on these residential customers uh, week by week as I'm mowing the lawn. And, uh, you know, it, there's no real set plan to this. Every customer is different. Some have different requests. Some of them want, you know, everything completely cleaned each and every week. Uh, I have one where... Uh, they have so many trees that border the property and they're all city owned trees um, that, you know, the lawn gets completely covered as well as uh, some garden beds and stuff. But it's not like this um, uh, pristine lawn and garden. It's just very, uh, in fact, you know, I don't do any fertilizing there or anything like that. Um, it's just strictly mowing this lawn throughout the year. Uh, the lawn is covered uh, almost, I would say, 70% in moss. Uh, and uh, so it's just basically keeping it neat and tidy throughout the year. So when it comes to leaves, because there's so much uh, that falls, um, it takes me long enough to deal with the ones that are on the lawn uh, that on a weekly basis, I don't bother with uh, all the ones in the garden beds for this particular home. Uh, and I just do the ones on the lawn. And then once the lawn uh, mowing is done for the season, uh, then I go back uh, for final time or sometimes uh, two final times because uh, uh, I'll do one, you know, one more uh, leaf cleanup where and that's where then I'm blowing everything out of garden beds uh, and around shrubs and things in, in hard to reach areas. And I'll blow them all uh, onto the lawns and then clean up all the leaves a final time. And then, you know, maybe a few weeks later, the customer might call me back and say, hey, can you come and uh, do another quick cleanup as well? You know, uh, the neighbors uh, didn't clean their leaves and they've all blown onto uh, uh, my property now. Uh, so I'll go back and, uh, you know, clean uh, the rest of those leaves and that'll be, uh, you know, the rest of it there. Uh, so like I say, with that particular lawn, I'm just doing leaf cleanups, uh, you know, uh, because of the amount, actually I did a video of this property. Um, I think it was last year, um, with the turf tracer, uh, and it was the first time using the turf tracer for uh, a leaf cleanup. So you can see that one and it's, you can see there's quite a bit of lawns in that, uh, particular video. Uh, and, um, uh, you know, that'll give you an idea of that particular uh, property. Uh, now, with most of my other lawns, with the smaller lawns that aren't quite that one, that particular one is a corner lot. Like I said, it has those large established city trees there that are, you know, over 100 feet tall. Uh, and uh, just massive maple leaves and stuff uh, that fall. And, uh, you know, it's quite a bit of work. Now, with most or the majority of my clients, a lot of the properties are so much smaller than that. So what I do uh, is I will, um, again, just uh, do all of my trimming first when I get to a property uh, with the string trimmer, do all my edging, and then I will go through and use the blower and blow all of the leaves um, and make sure that all the leaves are on the lawn. Now, as long um, 
as I can, you know, it, it varies uh, depending on the amount of leaves. Now, if we're talking like it's just a very light skiff of leaves on top of the lawn. Um, you know, I did a few yesterday where the leaves are already starting to fall. Um, and there's, you know, just a, a few bunch of leaves there. It's not a big deal. Um, I just basically will then again, just blow the leaves off the sidewalks and driveway onto the lawn. And at this point, I don't even worry about the gardens um, because ultimately they're just paying me for uh, the lawn cutting. Uh, so I just blow the leaves uh, onto the lawn and I can mow them uh, and bag them uh, with the Honda 21 inch mower. And uh, it's not a big deal. I'm not, um, for example, uh, yesterday for the ones that I did. I was blowing those leaves onto the grass. I would mow the grass and, uh, you know, I would finish mowing the entire front lawn uh, and boulevard. uh, And actually I did uh, the next door neighbor's lawn as well. Uh, And uh, after mowing both front lawns and both boulevards, uh, including the leaves, I still only filled the Honda bag once and only had to empty it when I was walking then to the backyard uh, to do the two backyards. So that'll give you sort of an idea of how, you know, small these sorts of lawns are. But as we get closer to, um, you know, the fall here and the leaves start to heavily start to fall, then, of course, this means that, you know, I won't be able to do, um, you know, both lawns at once or uh, a standard house um, in just one pass uh, without having to empty the bag Um And, you know, uh, continue on mowing sometimes two or three times to get through a front yard uh, with the leaves. So if it's just a case where it's not actually taking me any extra time other than, you know, the few seconds of blowing the leaves onto the lawn uh, from the sidewalk on these tiny little properties, then I don't charge anything extra for that. I just continue on uh, and do that. But when it comes to, you know, another few weeks from now, and the leaves are starting to get thick, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, as you guys have heard me talk here on the podcast about the weather that we get here, uh, lots of rain happening. So when I'm mowing those lawns, it's always wet. Uh, and uh, that's when it becomes uh, you know, a serious time, uh, consumer, uh, and takes me a lot longer to mow those lawns because of those leaves. So that's why, where I will start to tack on, uh, a leaf cleanup charge to those lawns. Now, uh, for most of those small lawns, you know, I can go, uh, and mow those lawns for, uh, you know, say it's, a. $35 a week mow or $40 a week mow, I will then add on uh, $15, uh, sort of a flat rate charge for everybody, $15 per mow uh, if there's leaves covering the lawn that, you know, require me to empty the bag more than usual. Uh, you know, on a lot of these lawns, like I say, uh, in that particular case, I talked about mowing both neighbors front yards uh and being able to uh do that with uh out without having to empty the Honda's uh 21 inch mower bag uh and then as I walk to the backyard I pass their green waste bin which gets the city collects every week and you know of course since I'm going to the backyard I'll then take the the bag off and empty it as I pass the bin 
in most cases on a lawn that I'm going to on a weekly basis and I'm not mowing, say, a next door neighbor's house and it's just the single house. In a lot of cases, uh, I can mow uh, the front, oh, I would be able to mow the front and backyard uh, without having to empty the bag. And there's a couple of houses where I do that um, because I maybe don't pass the bin. Uh, when I walk from the front to the back, they may keep the bin, um, you know, towards maybe a back alley or something like that where a garbage truck may pass. And that's, you know, maybe where they store their garbage uh, green waste bin. And, uh, you know, so I will mow the front yard where I've parked first, and then I go to the backyard and mow, and then, you know, I might roll the uh, mower to uh, where the back lane access is, and then I can empty uh, the bin there. And I've done the whole front yard and backyard uh, normally with just one, um, you know, uh, bag of uh, the lawnmower without having to empty it in between. So if I'm doing that on a regular basis and now the leaves are starting to fall and now it's costing me the time to not only have to blow those leaves onto the lawn, but I'm also having to stop and, you know, if I'm in the front yard and I can maybe only get through half the front yard because of the amount of wet, thick leaves, and then I got to walk all the way to the back to empty the bag and then come back and then finish mowing the front and then, you know, go and then empty the bag again and then go to the you know backyard and then do that then i charge that flat rate fee um so every lawn is different and week to week is different because some weeks the leaves may not be as heavy as other weeks uh and uh you know it i just base it on that week and on that time much like uh, you know, I do with, uh, dog waste. Uh, if I'm charging my flat rate for dog waste, it's of course, if I show up, you know, to mow a lawn and there's dog waste on the lawn, uh, then that fee gets tacked on. But if I'm showing up and, you know, uh, two weeks in a row and there's dog waste and I've charged that for two weeks, but now the third week, you know, they've kind of gotten the hint and, uh, you know, there's no dog waste, um, then of course I'm not charging a dog waste fee, uh, for that week. Uh, so the same goes with leaves, right? If the leaves are adding that excessive amount of time, um, uh, that it takes for me to, uh, do that, then of course I add on that fee. Now, I generally have two fees for that, um, for the standard houses that I do. Uh, and it's usually $15 or $30 extra. And again, it just depends on the amount of leaves and the amount of, uh, you know, time that it takes. And I may go, um, you know, three, four weeks adding a $15 charge to their, uh, lawn each week. And then, uh, you know, there may be, a windstorm or something and then you get this excessive amount of leaves and it takes me a lot longer and I can't necessarily um, you know use the mower to mow up the leaves and I have to actually uh, you know blow them or rake them into piles because it's just too thick and wet uh, after a windstorm uh, that then you know I'll charge the $30 for the cleanup because I'm actually having to manually go and clean up those leaves before I can even mow the lawn. Um, so I sort of have it in those two tiers there, uh, and I found that to work quite well. Now, that, like I said, is for the majority of my lawns. Now, um, you know, the lawn uh, that I have, you know, 
that uh, other one that I talked about previously, that corner lot with the city trees around it that you can see that video from last year and you can see the amount of leaves there. So ones like that would have a, a lot more um, of a fee. And again, it would depend week to week, um, you know, how much extra. And with that one, uh, just for uh, mowing those leaves up on a weekly basis, I usually tack on, uh, you know, the uh, $30 charge, uh, which would be the equivalent to the $15 charge on those smaller lawns. Uh, and then with that one, um, you know, if it's a large cleanup, the one where I'm doing like the final cleanup at the end of the season. And basically, uh, I'm, I could be spending two to four hours there, uh, cleaning up all the leaves out of all the shrubs and bushes and gardens and all that sort of stuff, uh, and cleaning it all up. Um, you know, then, uh, I have had uh, leaf cleanups there, um, where I've charged, um, you know, $150, uh, to do a leaf cleanup, um, uh, on that particular property. And then I'm doing it maybe two weeks in a row at $150 to, uh, uh, clean those all up because the mowing's all done. And, uh, you know, now it's just all the leaves falling and I'm having to, uh, you know, completely, uh, do that manually. Now I talked about, uh, the turf tracer, uh, and how I added that to the mix as well. And throughout the years, I've used tons of different, uh, methods and things for cleaning leaves from, you know, basically just blowing them into piles and raking them. Uh, and uh, generally if I'm blowing leaves into piles and raking them, what I do, um, is like I said, I'll you know, try to get them into some piles. You learn different techniques with using blowers, uh, using, uh, just the idle of the blower, um, when you're getting close to the pile so that you're not blowing those piles uncontrollably and just trying to guide everything. Uh, sometimes, uh, I'm using just the rake and raking the piles. And then usually I'm flipping that plastic rake upside down and you pushing it into the pile like a shovel or putting it up beside the pile and using my hand on the other side with a glove and just pushing the pile onto the rake and using it basically like a big sho shovel and dumping it into uh, the... Um, you know, the bin there or using, uh, they have, uh, these disposable craft paper bags. They look like lunch bags that, uh, you know, you would pack, you know, brown paper bag, your lunch, but they're just supersized, uh, huge bags. Um, and the city will collect those too for leaf season. And you can have an unlimited amount of those bags left on the curb, uh, and the city will take all of them. Uh, so, uh, and they're available in all of the, you know, home improvement stores as well as directly from the city, uh, here. And that's sort of how we manage it here. Or, you know, of course the bins, uh, the, uh, yard waste, uh, green bins that, uh, are collected every week as well. So when you're driving through neighborhoods here, uh, in the Vancouver area, you'll see, uh, you know, a lot of those, uh, bags lined up. Some houses, you know, will have like, you know, their green waste bin and like 20 bags lined up uh, on the curb for the city to uh, come and collect. Uh, so I don't take, um, you know, leaves, uh, to the dump. Um, I haven't, uh, taken, uh, debris to the dump in quite a few years now, probably, um, you know, occasionally I will, uh, do, uh, if I'm doing a large yard cleanup where there's a lot of pruning and sticks and things like that, uh, you know, then I will quote for that. But generally, 
even for leaf season and stuff, I just bag it all and leave it there. Now, uh, this is one of the reasons why I like uh, mowing them up because it makes this process so much easier because, um, you know, with the combination, with the Honda at least, um, you know, you've got... Uh, you know, the twin blade system there that can uh, mulch up those leaves really finely. Uh, and, uh, it lets you pack in a lot more. And it's super easy to just, you know, open one of these paper bags. Um, and the key with these paper bags is to, you can either get um, this plastic ring that uh, sort of compresses and you open the bag because a lot of people will say, well, you know, these bags, they flop over, they fall on the ground, they're hard to, to use. Well, the key is to keep the opening of the bag open. Um, so you open these bags up, you, you can buy these plastic rings that basically uh, you can pre-measure for the size of the bags that you get. Uh, and basically it compresses, you put it into the opening of the bag just at the top, and then you uh, let it spring open and it holds open uh, the top of the bag, which keeps the bag uh, standing up. Uh, and then basically you can just you know, take the Honda bag full of these mulched leaves, uh, and then just dump it right into the bag like you would into a garbage can. Now, if you don't have access to those rings, the other thing that works is to basically just fold over to the outside, uh, the top of the bag. Uh, so basically you take the top two or three inches of the bag, and you just fold it outwards all the way around the top and that will stiffen uh, the outside of the bag enough to hold it open uh, so that you can uh, dump grass into it. And that seems to work as well. Sometimes you got to add, you know, a couple of handfuls of grass um, manually at first uh, to just add some weight to the bag so it doesn't uh, fall on the ground. Uh, but generally, once you do that, then it sits up and you can then dump, you know, the next two or three bag full uh, into uh, that bag. And then, uh, you know, that bag will be uh, pretty full uh, and, uh, you know, heavy, if uh, especially if it's all mulched up leaves, uh, because there's a lot of weight and density there. Um, but it works uh, quite fantastically. Now, like I mentioned, um, you know, in the past, I've used lots of different methods, including, you know, what I've talked about there. Um, one of the best tools uh, that I had for leaf cleanups uh, for a brief time in my business for four seasons was my Walker uh, GHS mower uh, that I had uh, with the 9.5 bushel hopper on the back. And of course, it had the built in uh, GHS blower system. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the Walker mowers, of course, these are the mowers that have the out front mowing. They have the deck on the front. So you're basically sitting on a seat uh, with your feet resting on the deck. Um, and they're great mowers, very great finish. Uh, they have twin blades on them. The deck actually folds up uh, so you can change blades on it really easily. Uh, and also, uh, you know, clean out any clogs and stuff. But the the two blades on that particular mower um, rotate towards the center. Uh, so they are, uh, if you're getting the GHS system or the GHS deck, these mowers also have uh, interchangeable decks. So you can take the deck off and put different types of decks uh, on it and different size decks on it if you needed to. Uh, but the one I had was the GHS deck. So the two blades, it was a 42 inch machine. Uh, so the two blades were rotating towards the middle back and at the middle back the opening was there. And basically 
there was a chute that connected once the deck was folded down it would line up and so as it was cutting and uh you know uh leaves were going into the deck uh the blades were um you know cutting them up and shooting them towards the back center where they would go into the chute and they would enter into a big 10 inch blower with a big steel fan blade in there which would then further mulch up the blades and send them up um into the hopper that was on the back uh, mounted behind the operator uh, and it had this rotating head uh, on the top kind of looked like a uh, a faucet or something on a sink um, or like the chute you would see on a wood chipper uh, except that it would rotate from side to side so that um, your uh, the hopper would fill evenly with and use up all the space uh, and then there was a little trigger or alarm in it uh, that would sound an alarm when the hopper got full so that uh, you wouldn't continue to mow and then clog up that whole uh, GHS or uh, you know that chute system so that mower was fantastic uh and in particular that lawn that corner lot i've been you know uh working on that client's lawn for uh a good uh 12 maybe full 13 years i can't remember if i uh, got her as a client the first year i was in business or the second year but uh she is my now uh since uh the passing of uh, one of you know my oldest client that I had, uh, unfortunately passed away last year. Um, she now is my uh, now oldest client that I have had, and I've had her uh, pretty much the entire time I've been in business, uh, visiting her weekly, doing these leaf cleanups year after year after year, uh, and um, you know that's just uh, uh, the way it's been with this client. So, you know, fantastic loyalty uh, there uh, on, uh, you know, with that particular client. Uh, so with that GHS system on that walker, um, I was doing her lawn with these leaf cleanups and it was just so much easier because there was just no issue. And with the walker, I had the optional bin system in the back. So with the walker, when it's full, you open that back door, that hopper, it's 9.5 bushels. And you, you know, if you're mowing a lawns or you're doing leaves, it's packed solid in there, like packed solid. And there's a couple of ways of handling it. You know, you can either dump, uh, the whole hopper kind of, uh, pivots and lifts up and it dumps, uh, like a dump truck onto the ground and you can either put tarp down and dump it onto there and then, you know, take it to your trailer if you were taking it away. Um, or, you know, a lot of customers that I would use it on would have, you know, compost piles in the back of like, say a wooded area. And I would just back the uh, machine there and then just dump it, uh, into a, into the compost pile. Uh, but then for customers that didn't have that and had, uh, you know, the bins to use or garbage cans or whatever it was for the city to take away, uh, Walker sold these optional bins that were uh, plastic molded to fit uh, right uh, into the hopper perfectly. And it was two bins. So I would have the bins in there. And uh, so instead of the uh, that rotating head filling up the hopper, um, it would be filling into those bins. Uh, so when the alarm would go off, you know, I'd stop, I'd open it up and the two bins would be full and I would just slide, you know, each bin out. And then, you know, then I could then take the bin and then dump the bins into uh, the garbage cans uh, or into bags or whatever I needed to do. 
And that's what I did uh, with those lawns using the walker. If you have the opportunity uh, to try out a walker, um, you know, especially for leaf cleanups, they are fantastic uh, machines. Uh, I can't say enough good things about them. Uh, and really enjoyed my time with the walker. Um, and again, you know, I've outlined in past episodes why I no longer have the walker, but basically, um, it was due to the low ground clearance, uh, and the weight. Uh, of the machine. Now, this is not a big machine. They are small machines, uh, but basically because of where I live in the Pacific Northwest and just the amount of rain that we get here, you know, um, as soon as September hit here, it's been raining, uh, and it will rain for the next seven months. Uh, and then in the spring it's wet, uh, you know, basically July and August are the only times of the year where it is, uh, dry for any length of period. Um, and so, you know, and there's a lot of clay in the soil and it makes lawns very, very soggy. And, uh, I just found with the Walker that it was continually, um, getting stuck because of that weight. And then, you know, you have this machine, which may be 1500 pounds or so 2000 pounds. You've got an operator on it that could be, you know, 200 pounds. And then you've got this 9.5 bushel, uh, hopper on the back of it when full, you know, it's a lot of weight, uh, in a short footprint. Um, and if the ground has those conditions with the clay and that's always saturated, you know, um, it could rut easily. And like I found, I found that, uh, it would just, uh, it started to get stuck more and more and often. And because the blower system is underneath the mower, um, there's very little ground clearance. So if those wheels sink into the ground, even a little bit, it would get stuck because it would get caught up on that, uh, uh, blower system and vacuum system. Uh, so, you know, fantastic machines, in the right conditions. Uh, and for me, like I said, it was loved. It was bittersweet getting rid of it because I really did, uh, love using the machine, uh, left a fantastic cut, always like a manicured look, but, um, you know, wasn't the right machine for my conditions, but made leaf cleanups super, super easy. So, you know, fast forward, I've used, uh, the, uh, John Deere tractor in much, uh, you know, a similar way. I would just use high lift blades and try to uh, do my best with them. I would put, um, mulch, the mulch kit, dedicated mulch kit on that uh, tractor as well. And mulch leaves when possible, you know, when they weren't as thick and heavy, uh, but ultimately I would have to do a lot more blowing and raking, uh, when it came to the tractor because it just couldn't, uh, uh, handle, uh, the amount of leaves as much. But I uh, still got uh, and used that machine for uh, another four years or so as well. Uh, so currently, um, I have the 36-inch turf tracer. And in that video that I put out last year, I show sort of the first time using it and kind of figuring it out. Uh, and what I learned with it, with the turf tracer, what I have it set up as is I have gator blades on it. So these are the blades that um, have those really aggressive teeth on the um wing part uh, or the high lift part of the blade um, and then of course it just has the flat sharp cutting edge in the front of the blade that actually does the cutting uh, and I've got uh, because here where I live um, you know mulching 
throughout the year is really not an option. Uh, and everybody just bags. It's just bag, 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 bag. There's no side discharging. Um, for the most part, you do occasionally see a homeowner that will side discharge. Um, but for the most part, everybody bags. And because the city's collecting green waste, um, as part of the weekly regular garbage pickup in the separate green waste bins, you know, it's not a big deal to handle the clippings. People just bag them and put them in the bin and it gets taken away on garbage day each week. So, you know, everything is bagged here. So with a 36 inch turf tracer, my strategy now is, uh, I've got the bag system for it. Now this is the system that, um, it's basically got this big steel plate that mounts to the side of the mower, right where the discharge chute is. And then this fabric cloth bag, uh, gets attached to the side is this quite large, uh, bag, uh, that, uh, I picked up now. Uh, what I do, uh, and what I found was the bag of course, isn't as large as, um, you know, the Walker, um, it's bigger than of course the Honda. Uh, but if, you know, I'm just doing a few passes and the leaves are light, then it's not an issue. I can get through the lawn, uh, like I do with the Honda and, you know, get the whole on mode and leaves picked up with one bag. But once those leaves start falling really, really heavy, where I'm forced to either rake them up. Uh, what I found with the turf tracer that seemed to work really well was at first I tried, okay, well, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, bag these. Cause I thought one of the nice things with the, or one of the things that I found with the, um, tractor, John Deere tractor was it used the system where, you know, the mower, uh, deck was at the bottom and then it had the chute, the big plastic sort of tube that connected to the mower deck at the bottom. And it had to, uh, go up to the bagging system, which was behind you. Now, because this was just a residential tractor at the time, uh, there was no, like some of these, uh, bagging systems you'll see will have that blower attachment on the side that you can get. So the blades just need to cut and get the debris to the chute, uh, discharge side. And then, um, that blower system takes care of propelling that debris into the bag. Well, with the John Deere tractor, it didn't have that. So it relied on, uh, basically the high lift blades to not only cut, but also to, uh, throw all of that debris all the way up the tube to the back, uh, behind the operator into the uh, thing. Now, if the grass was wet, um, or if there was leaves involved, this became a, tougher task. And, uh, you know, you would start out fine, but it would quickly, uh, start to clog. So that's where, you know, I would end up just having to blow the leaves and take care of all that first before having to, uh, mow the lawn. So I figured that, Hey, with the 36 inch walk bind, you know, I'm sort of solving some issues here, which is why I wanted to, you know, give, you know, these machines a try. Cause I thought, well, here's a machine where I can, uh, basically ride behind it on a sulky. So it's kind of solving the weight issue that I had with the Walker, um, which was solved with the tractor because the tractor was so light that having the operator on it, I never, um, had any issues with, um, you know, the uh, tractor, uh, riding lawns or anything. It was so lightweight. Um, so I figured, you know, with the walk behind, it's, the same weight, uh, roughly as the tractor on its own. Uh, but now it doesn't even have the operator on top of it. I'm behind the, the tractor and I'm on my own separate sulky. And 
if worse comes to worse, I can always flip up that sulky and walk behind the machine, as you know, the name implies a walk behind mower. Uh, and you know, I shouldn't have any issues with rutting um, with the uh, turf tracer. The other thing I thought was the bagging system for the turf tracer um, is nice because uh, the the bag mounts directly to the side of the uh, discharge deck. Um, so there's no tube uh, for the debris to go out of. So the the blades don't have to worry about uh, blowing leaves and grass up a tube uh, into the bagging system. They just have to, you know, shoot them out the side of the deck um, like they're intended to. But because the bag is right there, everything goes directly into the bag. So there's no issues uh, there as well. And uh, it doesn't clog um, as easily with that. Of course, now, you know, I've had times where, you know, I start to see if it clogs, if I'm kind of trying to cut too much grass at once uh, and it's too thick or something like that. It, of course, can still clog at the opening of the chute there. Um, but that's just something you kind of learn to uh, mitigate uh, depending on the conditions uh, of the lawn. So what I found was I thought, OK, when I first try this with the uh, turf tracer, where I can just, you know, probably easily bag these leaves. Uh, because it's just going out the side into the bag. And although uh, this seemed, um, you know, logical at first, when I first attempted to do this on that video, um, I found that uh, it just filled up the bag way too quickly because because the leaves are going directly out the chute into the bag, they're not being mulched up. Um, so the leaves are full size in there. Of course, they're getting cut up a bit, but they're, you know, mainly getting, um, you know, full size, huge maple leaves into that bag. It was filling up the bag, you know, way too quickly. And, you know, I would look at this property going, okay, so now I got to go empty in that particular house. Um, you know, they have a compost pile, uh, that they wanted me to dump, uh, their, the leaves into. Um, so it was like, okay, well, now I'm walking all the way to the compost pile literally every two minutes because this bag is like it's going to take me forever to do this lawn. Now, um, the other thing that that client liked me to do in the past um, when I did have um, the John Deere tractor was she really liked it when I was mulching the leaves. Uh, and she always talked about, you know, it returning the nutrients into the soil and all that. Um, so what I noticed with the, the uh, turf tracer was if I did, you know, the first pass, the bag would fill up with leaves. And once the bag filled up, it would start to clog naturally. But because I had the gator blades on there, it would then start to mulch all the leaves uh, and just chew them up into these tiny little pieces. And the gator blades did a fantastic job. Of course, there was way too many leaves. So it wasn't something that you could leave uh, you know, as a finished job, because it was just the whole lawn would be brown, uh, covered in a layer of uh, chopped up leaves. Uh, but what I found was I could quickly zip through the whole lawn um, with the turf tracer, just mulching up leaves uh, almost at full speed. 
And it would just mulch them all up and leave this uh, path of uh, mulched up leaves behind me, uh, this coating on the lawn of brown leaves, but it was so much faster and I could do that. And then I would go once all the leaves on the entire lawn were all mulched up and the entire lawn was covered in brown, uh, you know, film or layer of uh, leaves. I went and I emptied the bag, which had the first pass of leaves in it that were all full size. I put that in the compost bin and then I would put the bag back on and then go and quickly mow the whole lawn again. Uh, but now, um, you know, the bag wouldn't clog because the leaves were already pre-mulched and they were easily sucked up or vacuumed into the bag. And because they were pre-mulched, it would fit um, instead of, you know, one pass that was maybe you know, 20 feet long of, uh, leaves, I could do entire sections of the lawn, uh, and it would vacuum all those pre-mulched leaves up. Uh, and then, you know, instead of maybe having to go and empty the bag 30 times, uh, you know, if I was to do it uh, with just, uh, uh, you know, not mulching the leaves and, you know, tedious task of having to stop all the time to empty it, I could, you know, go through the whole lawn and maybe only empty it four times um, because I could do the whole front yard, backyard, and it's just vacuum out, vacuuming up all these pre-mulched leaves. And I was just like, wow, this is like fantastic. Like it's so fast to do it this way, just to throw the bag on there, start, you know, cutting and, um, you know, picking up those leaves, not worrying about the fact that in 20 feet, it's going to start clogging and just continuing on through the whole, going over the whole lawn, uh, mulching up all these leaves with the gator blades. And then finally, when that's done, empty the bag, put the bag back on and go over the whole lawn again. Uh, and it just starts vacuuming up all those pre-mulch leaves. And it's so fast to uh, get through a leaf cleanup that way. Uh, and it uh, just worked fantastically that I continued on uh, the next few times uh you know, throughout the rest of last year doing it that way. And it was so much better. And this year, uh, that will be my strategy right from the beginning is doing it like that. Because like I said, there was days where it was wet and rainy and regardless, it was just working fantastically. Just, you know, mulching them all up, going back and then cleaning them all up, uh, uh with the bag empty after that and vacuuming them up and it worked great. So a lot of different strategies there, like I said, for uh, some tips for leaf cleaning from, you know, pricing strategies uh, to uh, different ways of cleaning. Every house is different. Week to week, it can be different. Um, you have to be ever evolving and have to be flexible uh, in your planning uh, and, uh, you know, uh, how you tackle this. Uh, just be sure, uh, you know, uh, to make sure that all your clients are aware that your weekly lawn mowing price does not include uh, leaf cleanups. And once leaves start falling, that there will be additional charges. Now, I've had uh, customers in the past that were against this and uh, were like, you know, I don't want to pay extra for leaf cleanups and, uh, you know, for cleaning leaves on the lawn and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, that's completely fine. And I just said, no problem. Uh, just make sure the leaves are clean. Uh, before I arrive, you know, I'm here every week on this particular day. If I arrive and there's leaves on the lawn, then there will be a charge for cleaning up the leaves. If I arrive and you've already cleaned the leaves, then there's no charge. And I just charge you for mowing the lawn. Uh, and, uh, you know, with those customers, 
you know, there's no arguing that if they don't want to pay, then they can go out there and clean them themselves. They just got to make sure it's done before uh, I arrive. And because the schedule is always the same, they know what day you're there. Uh, there's not really any excuses uh, for that. So those are just some of the tips that I've used um, from the past uh, in my lawn care business, doing leaf cleanups all the way through last year, always evolving, always trying different equipment. Every time I get something new, trying to try that out. And like I say, the Turf Tracer has been um, really fantastic as well. A great um, machine overall for me um, for the, you know, different types of lawns. I can fit it through, um, you know, smaller, uh, gates to get through, uh, into backyards that I would, you know, would not have normally done with any of the ride-ons I've had before, even though, you know, everything else before that was only 42 inches. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to do the backyards of the houses that I do with the turf tracer, uh, now, um, with those other machines, including the Walker or the John Deere tractor, uh, that I can now do the, with 36 inch turf tracer, uh, with those. So just a really versatile machine. I can do, uh, you know, hills with it by getting off and walk, walking behind without the sulky. Um, I can do, uh, slopes with it on the sulky pretty easily. Um, you know, large lawns, I can uh, ride that sulky and, uh, you know, it's taken, uh, somebody commented on a picture I posted, I think of the turf tracer and asking how much time I found that it saved me, um, that they were using, they use all 21 inch mowers too. And we're considering something like that. And, uh, basically I said, well, there's lawns that I've quoted, uh, to mow based on an hour's labor that it would take me with the 21 inch mower, um, that I have been cutting for, you know, a few years based on that. And once I got the turf tracer, um, I was able to do that lawn, uh, now on a consistent basis, uh, and it takes me about 15 minutes to do, and I'm still charging them that hour's labor that I've been charging them for years. So just huge, uh, savings, super versatile machine. I've talked about how I want to get a stand on mower, um, looking for a used one. Uh, but the one thing that concerns me still with a stand on mower is, you know, those different slopes and hills and stuff. Whereas the, you know, the walk behind is just so versatile. It's tougher on your knees, I think. Now, although I haven't tried a stand on more and using that on a daily basis, if you know how that feels on your knees, um, riding on that platform behind, um, and how comfortable it would be to flip up that platform. Some of them allow you to flip up that platform, like the, uh, Turo, um, grandstands. Um, and, uh, I'm assuming being able to walk behind it. Um, but, uh, you know, I've never actually seen anybody do that and more. Usually it's always somebody, uh, riding on top of it. Uh, but just super fantastic versatile machines, those turf tracers and having that sort of floating adjustable deck, uh, is just fantastic as well. So those are just some of the tips I've used, uh, for leaf cleanups. Uh, hopefully that'll help you guys, uh, in your small, uh, businesses dealing with small residential lawns, uh, with leaf cleanup season, um, you know, approaching here, if not uh, already starting, uh, and, uh, you know, let, let me know uh, what you guys think about those tips. Also, uh, don't forget to send in some show suggestions if there's something that you think I've missed in the past uh, episodes. So that's it for this week. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs>